0: All right, here we are, we are live, FOW Radio, definitely live on podbean.com, of course, with me always, Danny Danger, Mika Billis will uh, not be here tonight. Uh, she is on a location taking care of the business, uh, but we do also have our good friend Eric joining us again, uh so you know, Danny, how are you? As we uh, get close to the end of our shelter in place here in Georgia.
1: Uh yeah, we're we're all doing well over here in the danger household. Um yes, the the shelter in place is, is lifted tomorrow, but it is still advised that uh you know you treat it with the same precautions that we've been utilizing and that's what I'll continue to do for my family and myself. Um I was reading some of the things and it seems a little strange, you know, I mean, I understand, but you're going to have a restaurant open, but you still have to keep so such a distance from people. You still can only have so many in the restaurant. Like it seems kind of, it would seem kind of strange. Yes. You could potentially go to Chili's, right? But you're not going to have anybody next to you or the table next to you or the table next to you, like in any direction, because they have to be so many feet away and the server has to be so many feet away. The server can't be too close to you it seems a little weird. I don't know if I don't. I think it might be a little too soon. I think it's a little too soon, but uh, we'll we'll do what we can. And you know, I mean, I made my one. I really only leave the house and get out of the car like once, twice a week. I'll sometimes get a uh, get out of the house and you know make a pick up some food or something from somewhere. But uh, pretty much only getting out like one time a week, and that's to the grocery store. So don't right.
2: you know, it's only it's not for
1: exactly the essential yeah, yeah 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 not just going to target to to screw around or what have you but uh yeah just to just for the essential things
0: yeah so with that you know i understand yeah we're free to do what as we can but yeah definitely i think for me um that de- that de- definitely not going to be Going everywhere and anywhere, as I used to uh, need to shelter in place right now, still get to work from home. But it's crazy. Now I understand about the economy. I mean, we have many friends who work in the service and retail industries, who whose all uh, source of income is these jobs that are shut down, and. I definitely do understand that not everybody has the flexibility to be able to have a job what they can do from home, and yeah. they need to they need to earn an income to live, right? Uh, yeah, we, we've heard about unemployment being as such as, and of course going to be. Uh, this is not a rant about what's going on, but just kind of like us saying, "Hey, we understand, and that the economy needs to get back together, back in like it used to be, but." You know, we're gonna see it a lot differently now. now. You know, Danny, you and I—we will watch a lot of the Japanese wrestling, and we always see all the Japanese people always with coverings, right? And
1: yeah.
0: the ignorance, but when I first started seeing that, I was like, "Is everybody always sick in Japan? What's going on?" But in reality, yeah, was, well, no, it's for their own protection because they don't want the viruses out there to come into that. So it's like, man they were they're ahead of the game here.
1: Well, they you know, you I mean we've seen that for years and I think it was for a lot of us we just kind of thought, "Oh, it's just kind of a like a cold and flu season kind of thing." But as we saw, it's it's a little bit more than just cold and flu season, you know, and I mean Japan, yes, they were ahead of the curve, but at the same time they were exposed to it a lot faster than we were. So, I think that's part of it as well. Um it seems our uh our th- our third musketeer has finally joined us. Sorry guys, um, don't
2: know what happened. I'm running behind today.
1: That's all right. It's, <laughs> you kind of it's kind of weird the way you kind of have to reset the the thing sometimes.
2: Yeah, but, I was because I it, it just kept showing. It was like um, starting, soon, starting, starting, starting soon, starting soon, starting soon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it it's crazy. I think you know the the fact that you know, we still
0: have this. Uh, you know, probably an app thing, and I think still, still very much in their, in their beta phase, in my opinion. There's still a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, but yeah. it's cool that it's still available, uh, and hopefully one day it'll be available to everybody without having to to subscribe, and to have an account, which I always found odd. But nonetheless, here we are. It is Thursday night, uh, and, of course, uh, we're here to talk about wrestling. Uh, not a lot has happened uh, since we last spoke. And, again, we yes, did a lot of talking uh, last time. Uh, we we do not plan to uh, test the limits of...
1: Uh, uh, of what the allowances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I mean, we didn't try it last time, but it just oh, coincidentally that's... happened that we ended up going to 25 years of Triple H, and apparently that man has done a lot.
1: Yeah, as oh, well, yeah. you know, 25 years in front of the limelight, yeah, is is a lot. So okay, so let,
0: let's let's go ahead and just start uh, where we left off last week, uh, and that is with the WWE's Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming up. Uh, in two weeks. Um, I think, uh, you know, we still won. One
1: from this Sunday. That's right. There you go, You got this.
2: You got this. I, I finally figured it out. Two days it from your brother's birthday.
1: Yeah. They
2: We're also known as Mother's Day. Yeah. Mother's oh, day?
1: yeah.
0: Yes, it's the second Sunday of the month. Uh,
1: uh, Mother. Oh, wow. Never mind. Not going to make a joke. Was so close. Yeah. Vince about about Linda McMahon being the mother no, of the family
2: was, and I was gonna make a being joke. About, and stuff. No, I was gonna make a joke about how you'd have to have a mother to know when Mother's Day is. But I figured that would be sad, so didn't do it, but then did it anyway. Yeah, me, so it'll
1: make it'll make it'll make everybody sad.
2: That's okay. Yeah. They can just uh, they can make me feel better by giving to my uh, cash app. Yeah. Well yeah. I don't have a cash app.
1: No.
0: Speaking of sponsors we don't have, this week's episode is brought to you, or should at least be brought to you,
2: uh, by Mike's Heart Lemonade. All right. If we're doing our sponsors today, I am drinking uh, Pepsi Cola made with real sugar. And in about three minutes, my oven will ding for a DiGiorno pizza. DiGiorno. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno
1: and and on my end i am drinking smart water brought to you by the makers of water only smarter so that's oh, not how that, that is, smart but it water should be Oops, uh there's no more. No. it's a international company i think
2: yeah owned,
1: oh yeah owned co-owned by a bunch of celebrities and stuff glacio it... oh yeah yeah, yeah I remember well, that's that's why they have like jennifer aniston on their commercials and stuff not because they have that kind of money but because i think she's a part owner in the company.
0: Must be nice. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, what is this? Why Why is Coca Cola's name on their website?
1: Oh, maybe they Coca Cola. On oh, on Coke. Does I think it's Vitamin it. Vitamin Water's the one I was thinking of. That's like come on by celebrities or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. I think
2: you're right. I think Smart Water is Coke. Yeah. They have too many waters.
1: I know, right? You're soft. You're a beverage. And soft drink company, yet you make nineteen different types of water.
2: Yeah, well, they have like four hundred like- different flavors of Coke, so they gotta expand. Yeah, somehow. well, that's
1: true. They can only. Yeah, you ever been to the World of Coke here in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia? You definitely know about all their wild and wacky flavors, like the beverage around the world. Try yeah. the Beverly.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah! Look, sometimes so, you know the Inca Cola, which is also like Cola, Peruvian soda. Uh, also available there is delicious, but yeah. So if smart water is, you know, as the the name says, smart. then what is the sunny? The stupid, stupid,
1: stupid water. The is s- water for regular folks. Not, From what uh, I understand, smart, it's just not smart, water. educated people like myself. Ah, uh, so if
0: you're not people. if you're not as smart, then you drink the sunny. Okay, gotcha. probably
1: yeah yeah. I think that's kind of it. So, quick question:
2: well, Aside from uh, our homework this week, what wrestling have you guys been watching?
1: Well, you wanna, uh, well you uh, I want to talk about Money in the Bank, and then move on to what yeah. we're watching separately. Oh, sure. What? Yeah, a, let, I forgot let, about Money
0: in the Bank. Well, you know, I mean, tangents.
1: Well, how can you, you forget? Know. It's a week from Monday. I mean, Sunday. It's, it's one week from this Sunday on on Mother's Day, apparently. Only on the WWE network free to free, uh, new free subscribers.
0: subscribers yeah um okay so okay so we already talked about the the going money the bank ladder match headquarter edition uh where they're gonna start i guess in the lobby of the headquarters until they get to the roof and, and then
1: the playground's up there yeah
0: yeah so p- apparently there's uh there's been uh, things on the Twitter machine about what this thing is looking like. The, because, of course, this is already filmed. This has already happened. Because it looks yeah, pretty awesome. It's a cinematic feel. But, yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of cool. Uh, and so people can find it. Well, dang it, Danny. What are you doing? Building another Lego
1: set? No, no. I'm just drinking drinking my smart water. I just had to unscrew the lid.
2: I'm I, I also used to, cutting pizza, so that's probably me. Oh, that's okay. Him, well, yeah. I'm,
0: I, look, I'm used to like Danny building stuff while we're recording something, so rearranging his uh, studio apartment, uh, I apologize. Room. His, I men, am... his men, his men, space, whatever they call it these days, cave. Yeah, I guess that's the right yeah. word.
2: Yeah, sorry, All I right. haven't eaten dinner. I'm I'm running late today.
0: No worries. So, uh,
2: yes, uh, Headquarter
0: edition. So. For the women, uh, we already have the the women set here: Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. Who, by the way, she she's taking this uh, uh, whole she's dangerous thing uh, as as uh, like a like something to be proud of. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Mandy Rose. Or Carmella. So Mandy Rose or Carmella. They're going to be wrestling each other, uh, I believe, this Friday night uh, with the winner getting the last spot. Lacey Evans defeating Sasha Banks, basically uh, killing our hopes and dreams of seeing Sasha
1: as the person to win, I think. Yeah. Um, all, pretty much all of our strategies last week involved Sasha winning or yeah. Sasha being close to winning, and now she's not even in the match. As hey, this to moment. be fair,
2: I picked – Oscar, yeah, because I also said that they were going to push uh, Sasha and Bayley to SummerSlam. Yeah, I guess so. All right, who, who do you think that we still?
0: Uh, Shane, I mean, I'm still, I still want Shane to win. I mean, she's the, to me, the one that makes the most sense. Um, I'm still going with
2: Asuka.
1: Yeah, since. Since I the way I said it last week was my my heart says Oscar while my head said Sasha well Sasha's not here so I have to follow follow my heart um and go with Oscar all
2: right
1: Just so it's, the, it's time with, for Oscar to win something like that again
0: yeah okay. all right well you two got Oscar I got I got Shayna um then we have Daniel Bryan Ray Mysterio. Alistair Black, Baron Corbin, Otis, and Dolph Ziggler, and, and Person To Be Determined. Um, I reckon that would be decided probably
2: next Monday or something. No. The probably announced it. The To Be Determined was um, Apollo Crews, and then he got injured Monday, and they announced that his replacement's Jinder Mahal. What? When did they announce that? How did I miss this? Uh, it was on dot .com, man. How does Wikipedia
1: miss this is more important, okay? I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. This is very true. I was
0: too following Wikipedia. Apparently Wikipedia being part of the internet was
2: not right.
1: It was not
2: accurate and
1: up-to-date. I am confused and concerned. Way to go, Wikipedia. So
0: so then the last person is going to be... Okay, so the match is going to be decided this Friday. My apologies. Is Otis or Dol- versus Dolph Ziggler? That's the match.
1: That's the match decided. this Friday. Yeah. Uh, so
0: to be determined is going to be.
1: Jinder Mahal.
0: Jinder Mahal. Okay, well, that throws things off for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. F- just for sakes of pure entertainment, I want Jinder to win just so we can have a battle of. Two most successful uh, members of Three MB uh, going one on one for the uh, for for the championship here. My God,
1: they would never do it. Brothers don't brothers don't fight. Brothers team up together to take on the, take on the the machine. Okay, so if he won it, he would pretty much play gatekeeper and defend it like a championship, so that people couldn't make their way to Drew McIntyre, his brother.
2: Yeah. I really like that. Can we book
0: this shit? I mean, we we, we can. I mean, I this is what we had the podcast, right? So we can
1: talk about I still have to go with Daniel Bryan as my pick. Even yeah. with now gender in and Dolph and or Otis um, being in there, Otis Dozervik, I still don't like when guys just get dropped to one name. Um,
0: hey, uh, my name has been dropped in this podcast. That's true. I, just, I never mentioned Eric. Yeah, he's Eric. I mean, he's technically, we'll use your down real name. name. I mean, I mean, it's a shoot. I mean, it's a fake last name. but I guess is danger your last name? I mean, is that your nickname? I mean, come on, right?
1: I mean, that. People people can figure that surname. out. It's my surname. It's my surname. Yeah, it's, His name my, is danger, it's my danger. Danger. Yeah. Um, I guess
0: the kids will be call you Mister Danger.
1: Yeah, when hmm. they get when they get when I get to be an old man, they will call me Mister Danger. Mister Danger, can I get your autograph? Sure, you can. No kidding, that'll be twenty five dollars. <laughs>
2: um, um, I think I have to go with Dolph Ziggler to win this. Really? No, I'm going with really. Brian. I would love Dolph to win it because I feel like Dolph really. Is, yes, I feel like Dolph is one of the most underutilized talents in WWE. And and
1: I they I always the hell okay. out of him. They always for, utilize him for five minutes,
2: and then they forget that's about being, him.
1: That's being utilized. He's how, being used. How, five minutes. I mean, have no you way.
2: guys like? Do you not remember that cash in against Del Rio and how hot that crowd was for Dolph? And then they just pissed it away because they didn't give a shit.
0: This is WWE yeah.
2: does not. WWE does not want somebody to get over. By themselves, you either are a part of the corporate machine, or they want you to be pushed. If they, you get over by yourself, you end up like Zack Ryder,
1: working with them for like ten years, getting a good solid paycheck, and then fired. He got over and he got paid. What? What do you want? He stopped getting over, so he stopped getting paid. He was you always, know, who, he was, you know who, you know who he was over for released? two years as of today, was apparently Curtis Axel. I think they forgot that Curtis Axel was still on the payroll when they made the first round of cuts. Probably. I mean, so, I, honestly, think, I think I
0: they forgot many people are on the payroll.
1: But... Well, there you go. We th- we forgot some people were on the payroll, but we're not signing the checks. They Is went JTG to go sign G-G a check. They went to go sign a check for, like, May, and they're like, they're like, Axel? What? Really? No, 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 no. Get this guy <laughs> out of here. We're not paying him another month. Get him out of here. <laughs> All right. So,
0: yeah. Uh I I think in in my heart I want Daniel Bryan to be the winner, so I'm going to go with Daniel, but I feel like I I feel like Baron Corbin they're going to give it to him. Uh, I don't know why something in my in, in, in my heart
1: troubles me. It's 2020 uh, still mad at you. Still. R- R- S- R- R- Strowman
0: versus Br- bray wyatt for the universal championship um right. yeah the, the the fiend of course here um the battle of uh, former stablemates who See, and and then you say the battle makes can you know uh what do you mean uh stay past stablemates Brothers can't, can't go to battle yeah yeah
1: they weren't so, brothers. They were followers. They were brothers, though. yeah. That was different. They were followers, okay? He only had two right. brothers, and it was Rowan and Harper. And they weren't really brothers. brothers. They were still followers, okay? He was the cult leader. A cult leader doesn't have a series of leaders. He, well, he, his, beyond, he right? is a leader. He's he he the brothers, like, my brother, Ge- listen, why don't you come on and do this? But gender, they weren't like, treated like brothers. He was still the dad figure. They were brothers. Listen, Jinder and Drew were the ones following, if, if that's following. the case. No, it was the three-man band. Oh, they were God. all one,
2: okay? No, Heath was not the leader of that group. There was oh, no, no leader was. of the group.
1: They were a three-man band. Oh. He started as a one-man band, and then he
0: brought these two guys together to become the three-man band. No, that makes man. him the defective
1: leader. No. no. That ginger bastard doesn't, doesn't get to be the leader? No. Okay, so back back to Stroman. Though. So here, <laughs> here's the thing. If Bray Wyatt... Since the whole theory of the fiend defeating people, and them going back to former gimmicks, what former gimmick does Braun go back to? Does he just go back to being unemployed. A he goes back to being a rosebud, or he gets unemployed. He just pulls himself up by his bootstraps and uh, finds another job.
2: Yeah, he just he busts into his old job and just goes Braun, and then you know.
1: And they're like, "Oh, cool. Okay,
2: okay, great.
1: We're closed. Bye." <laughs>
2: Sorry, you're not essential.
1: You're not essential. No, yeah.
2: that's a good point, though.
1: He just goes. To, he becomes a rosebud again. That's what he does. He Is this rosebud.
2: signaling the return of Adam Rose?
1: No, no, he's just a no, rosebud. not at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just let go the the the, ho- the current version of of the rosebud gimmick with no way with Jose. No way, Jose. No. So they got to yeah. build another one up. He'll just go back to NXT and wait till somebody needs a gimmick with with a group of random people in silly costumes and he'll join in.
2: You mean the Forgotten Sons? Oh, you said silly costumes. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm going with Braun.
0: I don't see Bray winning this. But, you know, I mean, you know, now I'm thinking about it, who knows how much longer this shelter-in-place thing, well, not shelter-in-place, but this whole pandemic. I just... Uh okay, I don't know. I'm just okay. Bray, well, Mason, Bray, but he just lost. Why? Why? is this match even happening?
2: Uh, to give Braun Strowman something to do at a pay per view.
0: see. I'm I'm arguing with
2: myself here. I just, I just cannot
0: get they to just, a point to understanding. How does the so, match so, make sense?
2: So my opinion on the whole matter is they never wanted Strowman to win the title, obviously, because they wanted it to be on Roman. So I think that they he was just a hot shot champion until they could get in a break because all of their other big time stars from SmackDown were already booked in the big feuds. And they were like, Hey, you know, we've start stopped your push so many times, here's a nice little championship for it. That's just the way I look at it. And I feel like they're going to hot shot it back to Bray. And then when Roman's cleared to come back or gets done with his leave of absence or whatever he's doing, he'll win the title off of Bray.
1: He's trying not to die. That's what he's doing. Well, see, they just... He's He's a twice cancer survivor, man. He doesn't want to suffer a risk pandemic, okay? And see, that's
2: what I figured. And, like, I just wasn't sure. I just remember them saying not to mention his name on television, but they never really gave a reason why. But yeah, I assume that's, it's yeah. because he wanted to be at home with his family and not be in the middle of this pandemic, which you yeah, can't when him he's for. A,
1: when he's a cancer survivor, also, yeah, he yeah. when he's help.
2: also got immune compromise, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. All
2: right, but yeah, so this, this match, yeah, I, just, I
0: can't pick a winner because I just don't understand it. So it's beyond my comprehension. It, it
1: must be in another language I don't understand. It's, it's, it's match isn't for you, Danny. This one ain't for you. That's for somebody else. That's
2: for somebody else. <laughs> I like the reference.
1: I know. I'm glad somebody got it and enjoyed it.
0: <sighs> okay, so speaking of matches that do not make sense. Yeah. How does um, Tamina uh-huh. get a title shot?
2: Because she's the next best thing. I mean. next best thing to what? They got to reward her somehow. She's been healthy for over a month.
1: Yeah, so give her a pay per view match. Yeah. So do you do you feel that Tamina actually has a shot at winning this championship? No. Maybe, maybe the thought, hey, you know
0: she's she's uh, Jimmy Snuka's daughter, so she at least is gonna kill it in this match. Oh, oh, oh man, God come
1: on now. Dang. Boo. Dirty, dirty, Boo. dirty. You know, remember that series of the ring from a few weeks ago? Well, let's capitalize on that kind of Matt Crest media marketing by putting his daughter in the ring on a pay-per-view. That Sweet sounds great. Jesus. That sounds great. Let's go ahead and do that. that. Sounds like a great and wonderful thing to do. I just
2: saw the police pull up outside of my house right now. I'm getting arrested for Because you're joke. talking
1: about Jim. Yeah, because participating in that joke. Yeah.
2: Wow. No, there's no yeah. chance. There's no chance.
1: That's what you got. That's what she's got.
0: Uh, funny Bailey getting mentioned in the uh, AAA special by Vince McMahon. Oof. That did you guys see that? Uh, Vince McMahon was the sub type of drug. Maybe he has got COVID. He he did not look like himself.
1: Well, he's getting old, man. He's just getting old. That's what it comes down to. I think, We're so used yeah. to seeing the videos of the old version of, of, you know, the younger version of him that that we can't admit that he's now just getting old, and that just happens when you get old. You start looking weird.
2: Andy just got hit with a lawsuit, so maybe he was yeah. focused
1: on that. Yeah. I
2: don't
0: know. Who knows? But yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, Bailey's taking this, and I, I don't see any reason why they would do otherwise.
2: Unless, unless Tamina wins it and somebody cashes in on her. Uh, other than that, there's zero reason for this match to be taking place. So, in your main
0: event, it's uh, official now as the sign the contract was signed this past Monday on Raw. Um, Drew McIntyre defense
2: against Seth Rollins. Your Monday Night Messiah.
1: So oh, I, think, I
0: think McIntyre is gonna retain.
1: Still go with Drew. He's gotta hold on to it for a good while. You can't you don't want him to drop it just yet.
0: I you, you have plenty of heels for him to go with.
1: Yeah. I know you're a big Seth Rollins fan, but it doesn't mean he's always gonna win every time. Okay.
2: No, I know. I just
1: the the <laughs>
2: promo he cut Monday to me was fantastic. And it pretty much sums up why I love him more as a heel than a face. He's not, to me, a credible babyface at all.
1: He's not a likable guy. That's no, he's not.
2: He's not a credible babyface. And that promo that he cut Monday, it literally seemed like that was something that he would say. like, And I loved it. But on that note, you don't want Drew to drop the title less than a month after winning it. So Drew's going to win. It's going to be a great match. Probably the best non-cinematic match of the night. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. This actually is shaping up to be a really good pay-per-view.
1: I mean, Five I matches on this card. Yeah. I'm wondering was- if they're going to Add more matches, or if the the money in the banks because of the cinematic nature are just going to be really long this year. I think so. I think they yeah, they're going to be really long I mean, matches oh, with yeah. all the with the added stipulation of having to to navigate the treacherous Titan Towers.
0: Well, yeah, I mean they'll probably do like thirty minutes thirty
2: minutes for every floor that they have.
1: I know well, it'll be. I'm like trying to a, figure out how many floors yeah.
2: Titan Tower is. It's only seven floors, so.
1: Are the elevators functional? Because that would that would play into a large part of it. Yeah. Not. If they Is disable the elevators, stairs? prior to match, and they have to go stairs or the fire escape or you know something like that, it could take a lot longer. I mean, if Dana Brooke runs and hops into the into into the elevator before anybody else gets there and closes the door, she has a distinct advantage. Okay.
2: Unless yeah. gets stopped in the yeah. elevator.
1: Yeah. Well, unless, get, unless somebody stops the elevator.
0: Yeah, so five five match. I mean, who knows? Hey, they, they could do a bunch of things unannounced. Yeah, I could um, add
1: some extra matches yeah. and stuff too.
0: So, but yeah, I, I think that looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, six people. Yes, yeah, six people in each match. I think it'll go a while. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to do their entrances? I mean. The, where's the locker room gonna be? The bathroom? I mean, it should, which of course, like, have these wrestlers are, are, should be used to changing at a, you know, a bathroom or something, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, you'd hope, but you know, I, I'm guessing they probably just do something goofy where they all just like drive up into the parking lot already in their wrestling gear. <laughs> Please. Like you knew you were coming to a fight in a match, so like you just drive up there. There's no. Shit locker room or dressing. You do that at your hotel, and then you drive over.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be uh, May the tenth, uh, a a week from Sunday, on Mother's Day. Um, so I, I guess the rest of the matches will be just held at the uh, performance center, and it's just just the two ladder matches that are happening. At the HQs, I believe. I'm not
1: sure. I I could that's, be wrong. That's my get. That's yeah. I think that's what I un- the way I understood it as well. So, yeah, uh, maybe it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, maybe they'll screw up a couple more people last minute and have a, a couple of other matches. Um, I guess they. Maybe they're also wondering. Let's see how long, however long it takes to re- tape this. And then see how much time they have per match post edit, so they want to make sure they had enough room to then book random matches because I I can imagine that Andrade is gonna be thrown in somehow in, into the uh, into the show, um, you know. It's you can't. I mean, you have him there. Might as well do something.
2: Can Andrade um, just win the briefcase? Because the more I watch Andrade wrestle. The more I absolutely love him, he is perfect. Like he is legitimately, like WWE's mold on wrestler. Like he's great. He's got a good mouthpiece. Like push him to the moon, and he's married to Charlotte, so.
0: So he's getting the easy push. I mean, come on.
2: But yeah, I mean. talent.
0: He's he's always fantastic. Loved him in Mexico. Love him here, uh, definitely one that I had no doubts I would have success. So uh, yeah, Money in the Bank, uh, May tenth, thirty network, uh, free for new subscribers. Uh, if anything else have, gets added last minute next week, we'll I'm sure we'll talk about it.
2: I have a feeling there's going to be a tag title match thrown in there. They keep they keep pushing Viking Raiders and Street Profits, so. Maybe, maybe something with them.
1: Well, they could be NXT. Yeah, that's true.
2: Now, look, let's uh, let's kind of
0: go a couple of random topics. Now we did mention uh, Curtis Axel is uh, no longer part of the company. Uh, Danny Sad probably day. is mostly right. They figure out, hey, it's payday, and they were still paying him, and they missed. They re- maybe realized they missed the cut, right? I mean, think about it, right? You know, so most uh, companies process payroll a day or two before payday. So what if uh, Friday is, you know, payday for all the independent contractors, and then they realize, hey, this 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 guy, this Henning guy, is still in our getting a paycheck. Uh, uh, let let this be the last one, and then.
1: Yeah, guess, you know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's probably most likely the case. That's because he was the only one. I was, I was wondering if we were going to see more people released today or not. And with him being the only one, yeah, I think it was they probably meant to release him when they did the other major cuts, or his name was on the borderline, and they were like, "Yeah, let's just go ahead and get this guy, let him go for now."
0: There's so only Gerald one Briscoe who social... let go.
2: Yeah, I saw that too. That was like surprising to me honestly because you know he uh has been with the company since like what 80s like early 80s it, it just shocked uh, me. Was...
0: even you know even uh, even before that i mean he
1: he was there he worked for uh vince's dad senior yeah he worked for vince yeah. senior but Wow. I I think he said that he he made a tweet or something and said that he was he was furloughed. He wasn't fired. Okay, good. So hopefully, when things return to normal, he'll come back. But yet again, I think he was one of those positions that without yeah. them running live events, like he's not needed. So they're not going to sit there and pay him to not yeah. essentially not really work.
0: I, I, yeah, and I, I think one hundred percent sure. There's there's these uh, there's these certain guys who you know we know uh, that. That Vince your made Junior promise never to let go. Uh, yeah. You know, always keeping the payroll. I mean, there's a couple of wrestlers who may still be getting paychecks. I mean, they even still be alive because it's part of of, of the deal. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that when they announced that, I was like, "There's no way he's just getting fired." Not. I mean, we know Vince is a certain kind of businessman, but he. Is when it comes to loyalty to some people, to with some, some people, people,
1: some people indeed, yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that
1: it's a very that short group. Jerry
0: Briscoe is one of those guys, yeah. So, yeah, he's out about so now with, with that, with uh, what's his name? See, I already forgot his name, Axel. he's only been gone for two years, yeah, Curse Axel being gone. Uh, how many of the, uh, Nexus members are still with, uh, WWE? There's we're only, we're, only not we're not counting Cena.
1: We're not counting Cena. Well, Mag- well McGillicuddy, well, as McGillicuddy, he was technically new Nexus, not original Nexus. Yes, but Nexus Bray, Wyatt- Bray Wyatt was technically, part- as Husky Harris, was a member of the Nexus. He was? Husky Harris doesn't yeah, exist Yeah, he was, anymore. Husky Harris was a member of the new Nexus. He, Justin Gabriel, um... Or, no, Justin Gabriel was the Yeah, Gabriel. no.
0: They were, Daniel Daniel was Slater was were not part of it. It, it was way, way Barrett, Daniel Bryan, Darren Young. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Titus O'Neil.
0: Michael. No, not Titus. No, it was, it was Michael Titus. Michael Tarver. Titus,
1: Titus Tarver. was season two. Uh, yeah, Je- Tarver. Justin Gabriel, David Otunga. Yeah. Keith and Slater uh, Skip, and uh, Skip uh, Sheffield. And the big guy. Yeah. As Ryback, yep. Skip Sheffield. And right. then. So it's just, with those just Daniel Bryan. Just Daniel Bryan and then Otunga as, um, as if the he original, still collects yeah. a paycheck somewhere. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, he 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 was uh, he was doing all these pre show things, but they haven't had a yeah. pre show in a while. Unless you want to count CM Punk on uh, WWE backstage.
0: No, that's that's why I say we're not counting Cena. So we're not counting CM Punk either. Hey, hey he was are so not the And, and
1: we're not counting New Nexus. Yeah, well, New Nexus was it was him and Otunga, and. Uh, Husky, and then it was Husky, Husky, Husky. Harris and yeah. McGillicuddy. It was and was that it? Yeah. Was and then Mason else? Ryan. They, well, they brought Mason, him Ryan. in oh, much yeah. later
2: and much yeah.
1: closer to the end. And then Mason Ryan hasn't been. Yeah. Batiste He's, He's
2: probably the reason why 8. everything went to heck. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I guess out of the OG, it's just, uh, it's just Brian and Brian. Yeah.
1: And Dana Bryan. And Dana yeah. Bryan technically <laughs> was fired and brought back. So yeah, true. You know. He was Otunga too. A, uh, I don't think Otunga was fired. No,
0: Otunga was never released. He was just never used. I think, they just kept and him, him off back.
1: I think he was just. Okay. I honestly think he might have actually been in the legal department doing stuff, advising. Probably or so. Or yeah. In there, like because yeah. he was actually, you know, he's actually Harvard educated in that respect. So I that's what I always thought. Like I know he does a lot of the PR stuff, you know, and he does a lot of those kind of things. So I was wondering if he was doing actual helping in the legal department. He um, has
2: not wrestled a match since July fifth, twenty fifteen, on a live event, yes. and he lost to R Truth. Uh, At this point, I, know, I think he's a... retired.
1: Yeah, yeah, he might be wow. retired from active competition.
0: Yeah, I would think so. So yeah, so they, they're they're you know they're they're almost all gone. I mean and. You know, John Cena. If we if we want to count John Cena, him I for mean, his short time, he's he's, he's almost he's... all goner.
1: Well, I mean, and you think about it, m- most of them aren't working other places either. Oh um, wow! You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, a few a few of them are. Gabriel does some stuff with Impact, and he's done some. Does with, you know, do with... stuff like... with uh, NWA or no? yeah? Oh, he's
0: he's like the GWA. commentator. Yeah. Of
2: yeah. NWA. He's he's the
1: color. He's commentator with. Uh, NWA I think no Gabriel's signed with uh, Ring of Honor Tarver um, hasn't
2: wrestled in years Tarver right wrestled at, Summit um, Evolve,
1: and then he then he st- kind of stopped doing that
2: Darren does Indies I think
1: I think he yeah like some of the bigger one, you know because he probably priced himself kind of high for his TV fame
2: Slater just got fired so he Slater just got released yet. so yeah really but there's not nowhere working
1: much. huh yeah, that's the thing too. Like it, it was it was so awesome the the debut, you know, the startup and the debut, and then even when they got like Cena on their side, but then like they just it, it fell apart. Like they didn't know what to do with the Nexus after that.
2: Well, they never yeah. should have lost at SummerSlam. That was their problem.
1: Yeah, to I, be a die. Yeah, dude. I
2: think yeah, I think that that, that kind of you know
0: a lot. Of, I think. It, it, there were a lot of missed half, but at the same time, it, I think it was just a way to introduce these guys. It, it didn't really need to be something that, if anything, it was kept alive too long. Eh. So I don't
2: necessarily I think they agree could, with
1: that. I think they could have done more with it. I think they could have kept, the, I, you know, like they did kind of go on a little bit long and then break into the core and, you well, know, the new Nexus and that, like, yeah. but. I think the original Nexus they could have done more with them, and yeah, I think them losing so decisively at SummerSlam was probably a big, a big blow to the group. Well, Uh, like
2: if you believe Jericho in his podcast, apparently you know Edge and Jericho pitched uh, Barrett to go over at that SummerSlam, and the original plan was for Barrett to go over, and then Cena came in and kind of mixed that. So no, uh,
1: that doesn't make sense. The good guys doesn't make sense
2: for my character and all that jazz. So I think that's honestly what killed the Nexus push because going into SummerSlam, what was that, 2010? They were yeah. they were unstoppable. They were hot. They were so crushing. They were,
1: crushing, hot. They, were cr- they got so much heat by crushing everybody. everybody. I mean, they crushed the McMahons. and they cru- you know they sent and it was like they would send people to the hospital. That was it. They would all take turns hitting their finish. Gabriel would do his slow, long pose at the top, um, you know, before doing the four fifty and that was like the kill shot that yeah. sent everybody to the hospital, you know, with the four fifty on top of everything oh. else that had happened to them.
2: Now so I just want to awesome. go back and watch Nexus stuff because the Nexus was so good. Yeah. That was how to properly debut a stable.
1: Yeah. Cause then you did the whole cause then it led into the whole uh thing of the of vince being taken out of his duty and yeah um triple h coming in and then the walkout where everybody like you know all the people were like hey man these guys come and they're not just attacking wrestlers they're attacking the timekeepers they're, yeah. they're attacking the production crew like nobody's safe and they all did the stage the big walkout i remember watching that as a big moment going damn dude like this is this is wild stuff they still just keep leaving they're keep leaving him too? Oh man! You know, like even JR left. I know. JR was already gone, but the king got up and left.
2: No, and JR came was... back, and then he left, and then he came back. Yeah, and then he left, and then he came back.
1: <sighs> like a lot of times, yeah. So,
0: all right, we gave. You know, it's funny because kind of talked to a Curtis Axel. And in the yeah. not talking about Curtis Axel, but that's uh, how it goes. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I guess I guess you're not Nexus. So, um, yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was the thing. Um, watch, watching NXT this week, I'm not sure if you guys look, but what do you guys think of uh, Candace LeRae's new look? I bet you new Eric look- loves it. Her I new look it. is,
1: her new look is fine. I think it's interesting. You know, her using more of uh, people were. I saw a few of my friends talking about Super Dragon because she was doing like Super Dragon's uh, violence party attack in the corner, yeah. and then she used his curb stomp as her finish. Yeah, it was like holy
2: crap, Super Dragon.
1: That's the only way Super Dragon will ever make TV. But. Oh. Uh, he very was a, true, though. He was a chubby guy wearing pajamas, okay? Like, who just hit people hard. Like, <laughs> he wasn't that good. He wasn't that like, good. Was, but, you know, like, that was his whole gimmick, is he was just a chubby guy who hit people hard and dropped them on their head. But he was in, like, yep. pajamas. He's too busy running PWG and earning money that way.
2: That's very
1: I think true. he's, like, the sole owner at this point. I think like, most of the guys sold their stock in it to him. You know, when they stepped aside um,
2: to go on to wrestling fame for the majority of yeah,
1: do yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting. I still don't see why because the problem is there's too there's not enough strong established babyfaces on on NXT in the women's division. Yeah, there's you only two. Tur- you keep you keep turning them heel and turning them heel and turning them heel like even even so you bring in casey catazaro like even she's not really established you know so you have like you have tegan Mm Knox, and rhea ripley is not you know she was kind of your babyface champion but she's not there anymore because she got deported basically No, no no Um, she's
2: still in america She's still in America.
1: Oh, she is. She just can't work in America. Is that part of it? No, I,
2: I just don't. I don't know what the problem is, but she is still actually in America. Um,
1: Okay. Yeah, looking at the roster, her work visa, but
2: it's very possible that that's all it is, um, because her work visa is probably expired. But I think she's married, so I don't Uh, think that they can
1: technically deport her. Yeah. Well, unless she, Whoa. yeah, I don't know, but but looking at the here roster, there, like, there's not a lot of established baby faces. There's like people Mia who kind of float, there's people who kind of float back and forth, you know, like Bianca Belair is, is up on Raw now, but even then she was kind of float like back and forth, and yeah, it's Mia, yeah, Mia Yim and, and Tegan. and those are the only ones that are really cons- consistent baby faces, and so. Turning Candace, who is a naturally likable person and personality, I think they missed the boat doing so much of that with just her as like one tough cupcake or you know that yeah. kind of thing. Um, I think they missed a lot out, and now having her, t- t- you know, turn bad just because Johnny's turned bad, you know, and him him manage, you know manage him being the second to her now, I think is a little strange.
2: So like, even I like, like look. yeah, I've loved Candice and Johnny before they even came to NXT. That's no, that's no secret. I've not made my love for them unknown. Um, but the minute that Candice got to WWE, it seemed like they were just grooming her to be Mrs. Gargano. And even now, it like, what, three years later, she's literally done nothing but be Johnny's wife. And it's like. Oh, yeah,
1: she's done a very, very. Like, there's been a few things she's done on her own in the women's yeah. division, you know, like coming to and save it was, this perspective. Yeah, it's very short lived. Yeah, it's very short lived. So
2: I wish that they would just let Candace do her thing, let Johnny do his thing. Just because you're married doesn't mean you have to interact on television, doesn't mean you have to do exactly what your spouse is doing. Perfect example. Alistair Black and Zelina Vega, married in real life, complete opposites on the screen, and it's perfect. Like Yeah.
1: They're, they're not great foils. Working with each other, against each other. You know, they don't have to be.
2: Exactly, exactly. And, like, you don't get the, the subtle hint that they're married or any of that. Like, when Bianca ran out to save um, Montez and, oh, God, what's the yeah. other one? Angelo. Angelo and like immediately it,
1: yeah.
2: yeah you immediately knew that Montez and Bianca were married if you would if you didn't know beforehand because of the way that they interacted same with Johnny and Candace same with like literally all the couples it's just just because they're doing something doesn't mean that the other person has to like keep them apart Candace yeah. can stand on her own just like Johnny can stand on his own.
0: But you know, I mean one could also say, you know, maybe in the eyes of uh, the booking committee, she's not standing on her own. You know, and that could possibly
2: chance.
0: Sure, I get that. However, it's it's never it's never like that. You know, we live in, in a world where we expect immediate results. So they want to get immediate results. So if they don't get that, then maybe they figure, oh well, we're not the problem, obviously. So maybe you know, and, and I think maybe in, in a different way. That maybe I mean they they what was since they said that they were made I mean, since they won, hasn't it? Since she was yeah. uh, part of the uh, of the uh, May Young Mae Classic. May Young Classic,
2: yeah.
0: So, I mean they had. They figured, hey, the best way to get over is by and making people cares by showing they she's uh, Mrs. Gargano. I mean,
2: sure. So, so off of off of that with Candice and Johnny. Um, assuming y'all have watched NXT this week. Um,
1: well, I mean, we're talking about it. So,
2: does that make yeah. Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux uh, faces? Since it's seeming like that's the way that they're pushing them. Is to have a feud with th- Candice
1: and Johnny? I think it's a little early to tell on that. On on whether the cross on whether Cross and Scarlet are are, uh, are, ba- are faces or not, since they just yeah. kind of started popping on TV, just started teasing them together as a unit. I think they're they're you know I think it could be a little early to tell.
0: Yeah, and they're still figuring out the fan reaction to them.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. well, it's hard to find a fan reaction when there's no fans, in fan no fans, answer. yeah, yeah, so it takes a while, you
0: know, yeah, true. I think they, they just get you, know, and, and because of, I think the lack of the crowd is kind of hard because you know, they kind of had them attack, you know, he attacked Chiampa, right? Yeah, and it's okay, so he attacked Chiampa. Well, Ciampa was left as possibly, you know, the baby face in essence, right? Let's say he was a heel and Guerrero was a face, and they kind of flipped at their uh, fake-over match. I called it fake-over because he wasn't it's a real takeover over camera. match. Like it. Right. Uh, so then what happens is you get a split, but then so you get – Ciampa as the babyface because you got sympathy for him, right? Uh, yeah. Because, you know, as we learned, uh, Gargano has no balls. Uh, otherwise, he would have, you know, hurt him when he got kicked. So, wearing a cup. you know, but, you know, maybe that was all just uh, for what you would call it. No, you know what? No, not even that. No, look, look. You, you kick me and I, and I have a cup, This still going to hurt, all right? So let's not even go there. But I think, yeah, I think maybe they're just trying to figure out what kind of character this is going to be. You know, maybe they're trying to figure that out.
2: This is just of of territory, honestly. Um, I I feel like WWE and along with AEW are just kind of – they can honestly just do not what they want, but they can try anything at this point. And they're not technically wrong for trying it. Like, um, because who knows when fans are going to be able to come back. If you believe what people are reporting, um, they're saying maybe early July for Florida, but only Florida. Um, I don't know. But, like, it's just – I don't know. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I think even that's a stretch. I mean, I know that people are – you know, talking about Boston could be to get the Re- WrestleMania uh, feel, or you know, for SummerSlam weekend. But I don't even think things are gonna be, go back to normal, even then. So, Probably not. who knows what's gonna happen? We live in unprecedented times. Agreed. But you know. If anybody's going to do whatever he wants, it's going to be Vince McMahon. Uh, I think he has proven it over and over again.
2: Yep, he surely has. He surely has.
0: So, yeah. But I don't know. I thought NXT was good. Uh, Keith Lee's still the man.
2: Baskin his glory. Yeah. That he is. Uh, but, yeah. i, tell you. I don't, I hate, because, I, I hate to say it because I hate to say it because I shit talk him so much. You know who's finally kind of sort of winning me over a little bit? Austin Uh-oh. Theory.
1: There he is. I told you he's actually. I mean, he's not. He's not bad. He just. He's just, he's just, just a, kind of bland. Yeah, I was gonna say he's
2: just bland. He's
1: really good athletically. He's got a good look. I mean, he's got a great physique for a young guy, especially. He's just bland. They put him with
2: Zelina, and immediately I thought he was great because at that point he doesn't have to cut promos. He doesn't have to demonstrate his He can, he can
1: just be he can tough just work. guy, muscle. Yeah, he can just yep. be tough guy, muscle, and work for her in a group. Yeah,
2: And it's been great. Him and Angel Garza are fantastic together. Yeah. I, it, it's going to be,
0: you know, look, like from – I mean, I don't want to – kind of say this in uh, uh, ba- the bashful is not the right word. I can't remember the word but you guys will help me figure it out. You know, Austin Theory has wrestled here in Atlanta at uh, this uh, Mucha Lucha Atlanta place that yes. we've been to and I think that, you know, I mean, sure, you don't have to work in this kind of atmosphere to know how to work with luchadors and kind of thing but uh, maybe that helped them, you know. That has helped him enhance. Look, that man overrode the Latinos. The Latinos, especially the Latina girls, crazy. They love him.
1: They're they crazy for them. screaming like he's in a boy band. Okay, it's wild.
0: <laughs> I they probably thought him. he was in a boy band. You know, it may be so. Yeah. How these people may not speak English.
1: Well, it's possible too.
0: But yeah, so I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like that he was. Uh, put together with the uh, Latinos, it kind of you know I think makes the, you feel the like good, you know, hey
1: this works this, he's I, 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 he's used to this. The good the good joke is that Vince doesn't know he's not Latino. That's the good. He's joke. Very, good, very okay. He's
0: got a very nice tan. That's true. He's got a very good tan. Nice Vince
1: to- doesn't know he's not Latino. Um. So that's it. Yeah.
0: I mean, heck, yeah, if I didn't know Austin Theory and he could have given himself a Latin name, I would have thought he was, yeah. he was Latino. Yeah.
1: I mean, you could call him Austin Austin Gonzalez, and you'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, his parents were probably born in Mexico. He was born in the United States. That's why he's Austin. That makes sense. You know, they're Texans. Mm. He, he was probably, he's probably from, text text. from Texas. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, oh, probably his parents name him after where
1: he was conceived. Where he was conceived and born, yeah, Yep. Yeah. that's that's what makes sense. Yeah,
0: I mean, it makes sense. Let's go with that story. Yeah. Okay. The theory is that he was conceived in Austin.
1: Yeah. The theory is that he's conceived in Austin. Yes. There you go. There you go. That's, that's it.
0: it. That's it. <sighs> <laughs> you're su- you suggesting yourself to this. Hey, at least. At least we're not talking bad about your kingdom, all
1: right? Yeah. So, yeah, so – and we're talking positive about somebody. We're just making light jokes. Terrible ones, but nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. It works yeah. for us.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So everything – is really a non-eventful week. I feel like this week – I mean, most weeks have been non-eventful, but then, you know, I was hoping something – it happened. Uh, you know, they didn't release the quarterly numbers for Daily League, but I don't care about numbers.
1: Yeah, like I'm not a big numbers yeah. like that yeah. kind of guy either. Yeah, yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to like the Wall Street journals. I don't care what stock looks like. I don't own any stock, first of all, so I don't yeah. care how well it does. You know, yeah. I pay for 99 a month. You know, I called up my wrestling tax, and that's it. I'm
2: yeah. Sorry, guys. My uh, Wi-Fi pooped out on me and kind of
1: kicked me out of the call. That's oh. It's okay.
0: You're we still had here. no clue you
1: were gone. Yeah, we uh, didn't know you were uh, gone. Yeah. You, you were still – although it didn't show you in the thing, we still technically heard you and didn't hear you, so you're okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, cool.
1: You, you never disappear. Yeah.
2: I'm like Big Brother. I'm always watching. Oh,
1: well, is, no. more we like you're hear. always
0: listening, but – there you go. Yeah.
2: We'll go with
1: that. So this week we our, our retro show, we chose one from the WCW backlog rather than the WWF backlog. Yes. We yeah. chose we we all taught, Clash we, of the Champions. Yeah. You wanted to go we Patrick brought up in our group chat, the yellow man brought up Clash of Champions. And so we kind of filed through some of the the cards and decided which ones we wanted to go with. The one we we chose somewhat by random, somewhat by not, you know, was Clash Champions 29 from November sixteenth, nineteen 1994 in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, all wrestling that we're talking about has happened in Florida this week. Oh, my goodness. We're
0: sticking to the theme.
1: Apparently, and we didn't even really know it with this one, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't know we were even sticking to the theme with this. But so – Clash of Champions twenty nine. You know, th- I didn't realize. I guess I d- I wasn't really watching during some of these earlier clashes. I didn't realize that they came on regular television and they were two hours like Saturday night's main event. So this was like before Monday Night Raw and right? before Monday Nitro. They were just doing you know they would just do these Clash of Champions every every handful of months and then still had WCW Saturday Night and main event. Um Go. Although I'm not sure when main event really started. Started. I okay. Yeah. I think they mentioned the main event. By then, the yeah. By then, they definitely had it. But uh, okay. But it here. wasn't the very beginning. Okay. Let's find out. Uh,
0: according to the Google machine, WCW main event. Oh, started in. Uh, let's see, 1988.
2: So,
1: 88. Okay. So yeah. so it was it the main while, event, yeah. and 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 Saturday night. We're the big show were the shows the regular weekly big shows show. no it's not the big show show either we're not gonna talk about that um
0: I think I think that what I was thinking about uh that was longer because I knew that this was not longer the one the show the WCw show that was the longest show uh was wcw worldwide because yeah, that, yeah. that one started back in the 70s
1: God, yeah, Worldwide was like it was Jim Crocker Promotions and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah that
0: was the original WWW, the uh, Wide World Wrestling.
1: Oh, uh, okay. it was a syndicated
0: show in, out of Charlotte. So, well, well before in, the internet,
1: yeah, we well, WWE. in this show, we saw a lot of people that were former stars, future stars of World Championship Wrestling, some that would had left WWF some that would go back to WWF some that were in different incarnations than what we would normally see them in or what they were made maybe a little more popular um but it was a very unusual mix of personalities to say the least
2: yeah it was uh it was a show that's for sure
1: well not not all of them can be uh five-star classic shows some of them are just merely there as entertainment and i think that was kind of this one it was it was good it was okay for what it was but you know it wasn't n- nothing really on it was was like, i mean there was one match that was really really good that i really enjoyed and we'll get to that but i
2: think i agree um, with that yeah one match. but
1: it was uh but most of it was just it was escapism entertainment you kind of watched it yeah. you paid attention you forgot about your troubles and that's what one of the great things about wrestling, and just kind of you know, is that you can do that with it if you if you allow yourself to be immersed in the experience. You know, you can you can just kind of forget about your troubles for a while.
2: Definitely agree with that.
1: So here we go.
0: We start out Clash of the Champions twenty nine um, with the opening match for the WCW World Tag Team Champions. First out the challengers, Stars and Stripes. Uh, this is the Patriot and uh, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, back when they used all three of his names. Um, very seemed to be like a generic song that they just pulled off uh, what you would now call free music on YouTube. Uh, but, yeah, come out. Uh, and uh, very, very, very good reaction from a crowd that reminded me of why I'm glad we no longer dress like the 90s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I can't yeah. believe I dressed that like that myself. Uh, one thing I will say, okay, um, as, uh, I didn't mean to say this. Um, this was, I believe, picture was his third tag team partner, right? Because uh, Marcus Alexander Bagwell tag with Michael I...
1: Scorpio, didn't he? I ha, j- didn't really follow the career of the Patriot close enough to give a crap about who his litany of tag team was. No, have been Bagwell, to a Bagwell. Oh, Bagwell. Bagwell. Um, well, he would join with Scotty Riggs later, right? Yeah, that, the American no Males came after this.
2: American Males. American yeah. Males.
1: But did I? I feel like he did team with Two
2: Cold Scorpio, if I'm not mistaken.
1: They were trying a lot of stuff with the young Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Because he had a good look
2: and they liked him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I, die, yeah. you know, good looking, great physique, you know, tan. I mean wasn't as tan as he would later become when he was buff. He would as buff, he look he kinda looked permanently sunburned as buff. Usually a lot of redness on the tanning.
0: I remember he tagged with Tom Zank. Uh okay, goodness. who remembers yeah. about that?
1: Put, putting him with the putting him with the vet to show him the ropes. Yeah. But yeah, uh yeah, he was he was tag team partners with Scorpio and Shane
0: Douglas. Uh I'm yeah. not counting the time I'm not counting the time that he was tagged in with uh with Brad because that really didn't last long. But yeah, weren't he and Douglas the surfer dudes or was that somebody else with Douglas? That well, was
2: Douglas crazy. and
1: uh Scotty Flamingo, wasn't it? Oh Flamingo. shit! Or no, Flamingo um, and Rob Van Dam were the were the surf, were the dynamic dudes. I'm thinking, surfer dudes. I'm thinking of. Okay, I can not remember that. Well, yeah. That, so it, it doesn't matter. That's all. So that's what, garbage under the so bridge.
0: So Marcus Alexander Bagwell, though, you know, yeah, a seasoned, you know, young guy, but you know, a tag team guy for yeah. a long time. So yeah, um, eventually becoming, you know. Well his, they were his own star-ish kind of when he joined the league. Well they in were the real, well,
1: so but, he, he and the Patriot yeah. were teaming to challenge for the tag team championships. The Patriot actually was putting his mask on the line. They they mm-hmm. they mentioned that in commentary that if they lost, then then the Patriot or the Patriot lost, you know, the pinfall, I'm assuming he would have to unmask. And they were making jokes about who was under there. And he they actually made a joke. Bobby the Brain said something about him being a Gulf War vet that had uh, chemical burns on his face, and that's why he wore the mask. I was like, "Wow, that's like I don't know if that's something that you would like." And yet again, the '90s, even then, I think it was kind of like pushing a little bit, going, "Wow, like he's a he's a horribly disfigured Gulf War vet. That's what. <laughs> that's why he's under the mask." <laughs> But that's what Bobby the Brain Heaton said, and Johnny Chivani's like, "Wow, that's an interesting rumor." Bobby
2: the Brain is the greatest commentator of all time and forever. Thanks. So, okay, so I love you, dude. champions. <laughs> I, okay, out,
0: out come the champions. Uh, pretty wonderful, pretty Paul Roma and Mister Wonderful Paul Ondorf. Can I say, I appreciate the trunks. You know, anytime I see. They have good taste in color there. Uh, yeah, wow. So, good, good for them. Uh, kudos, to pretty wonderful. Uh, dude, uh, the guy in the in the front row that was, uh, you know, pulling, you know, wonderful chain. Oh my god, I almost, like, You can see, you can see how on how good Andre is getting heat, right? Because at one point. You know, he, he like puts one leg uh through the ropes like he's gonna go he's get like it. come in
1: here and fight me come in and fight exactly. you want to be a man come in
0: and then he's trying I mean and then he takes Nick Patrick's hand and like called me homie's like you know so yeah. Like, yeah does oh, that this guy is like he knows exactly what good. he's doing he's
1: good old school guy. stuff yeah old good old school stuff
0: you know Paul Under, one of those guys who really had a good mind and it's sad that you know his career you know ended in, in the way that he did because of his neck injuries and whatnot, but man, the guy uh, had a really good mind. I'm not sure what he does now, but why he's not working uh, or helping in the wrestling company, uh, he's got that psychology thing down. Uh but yeah I mean you could see both he
1: both he and Romo were really good at that. You know, I mean Romo was good at it too in this in this match, especially against the, the patriotic duo, you know, even though they even though it wasn't like they were Anti-American, or they weren't from the United States. You're not going to boo guys in, you know, in the Stars and Stripes and stuff. Um, you know, as your as your good guys. Just so, uh, you know, good back and I mean decent back and forth action. Um, I still think that you know, seeing this more recently and the the blunder flubs of Steve Monga McMichael making their way around the Twitter machine, it seems that Paul Roma may very well may have been the much better horseman than people give him credit for, uh, especially over Steve Manga, McMichael. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my goodness. I forgot how good that guy could move. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good.
0: Yeah. You know, he got the moves. He could really move them. Not the same guy. So here, I, I, I know, I know, he's not the same guy. All right? So stars
1: and stripes get the win. I was like to break okay. into
0: songs. New, ch- new, new champs.
1: New Ten new minutes.
0: Champ. Uh, yeah, It kept these matches going really well. I really enjoyed the pace of these matches. I'll say for a two-hour show that only had six matches, uh, it, it was nice.
1: Yeah. The second it match really well.
0: Uh, of course. Uh. A few months ago, you had uh, the honky-tonk man make his uh, debut uh, in the, the WCW. And here he was challenging Johnny B. Badd uh, for the television championship. You had
1: fake, you had fake little beat. Richard versus fake Elvis. <laughs> hey, um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty much what it was, and it was country. You know who who inv- who truly invented rock and roll? That was what this was really the battle of. And and well, I, I have to say I don't know if it's the lighting, or the production value, but why did Mark Marrow seem so tan as Johnny B. Bad to the point where he really looked like he could have been a light skinned black guy versus when he was when he was Mark Merrow? Like, is it just that WWF's lighting was much better? And he didn't look as dark. And oh no, he so looked as
0: dark darker. No, he w-
1: looked. I don't. As dark I, don't I didn't in WWF though. I don't. I never really thought like, hey, is, is, he, is he maybe black? Like, but when he you call him Johnny Bad, you're playing him as a little Richard character, and is and he just seems so tan. Like you're just like, is that just tan or is he like, is he is he is he maybe black? Like I don't know, but like. Later, Mark Merrill, I'm like, okay, that's a white dude. He's just really tan. You know, like he's maybe Italian or something. But, like, it's, it's just so weird that he was so, like, it is so dark. So that's why it makes me wonder if it also has something to do with the lighting and the production between WCW versus WWF. Because WCW always, like, Hogan looks so dark and tan. And Bagwell looks so dark. So I'm wondering if, like, maybe WWE overflushes lights So that the guys don't look as dark. I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's a good that's a good question because you know in just what three years, Miro shows up in WWF and doesn't really look anywhere near that dark.
1: And then you think about like Hogan looking as dark as he did in his. You know, I mean, I get it. If you don't tan steadily enough, it kind of fades and stuff. But like you think of Hogan in nwo and then think about him coming back in wwf only a few years later as you know mr america doing all that stuff he wasn't he didn't seem nearly as dark so i don't know i'm just kind of it's very unusual and confusing no i agree so
0: it it was but you know it worked at that time hey yeah no when he was dropping those Things of confetti. And- hey, there was a, a real money. I
1: think on those things, the Bad Blasters. Yeah, That's like they the Bad Blasters. He was Johnny B. Bad, and they called him the Bad Blasters. That's what they were. The people loved it. I don't know if it was real money or it was like just little confetti and toys. I don't know, but it was his Bad Blaster. He was. A, he was. Both guys were so ridiculously over. It doesn't make sense. So honky-tonk man was so hated and johnny b bad was so beloved it was wild i was like this is insane how over both of these guys are with these goofy gimmicks man
2: yeah no it is like it's crazy
1: like
0: uh we get we get this match it's the short match and of course uh nothing is decided at the end because this no disqualification, which technically is it, the winner, but really did he really win?
1: It's tet I mean it was a very, very ginger shot with a guitar. He very he very politely tapped him on the head with the with the guitar. It was not an Elkabong style shot from from Jarrett with his with his balsa wood guitars or even even some that we'd seen from the Honky Tonk Man over the years. He barely even dented the guitar against Mero's head, and Mero is a former professional boxer. So if a guy you're going to be able to smash something over a guy's head, and him may be able to absorb it a little more, you would think you think Johnny B. Bad be that guy. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it was kind of a weak guitar shot, but it was enough to earn the disqualification. Nothing is settled for the time being. The WCW World Television Title scene is still a but Johnny B. Bad was your champion. B-A-Double-D, Daddy.
2: Oh, God. Is that anything like JwF double f
1: No, no. This is B-A-Double-D, Bad Company. The Diamond Exchange.
0: Yeah. But, of course, Honky Tonk Man gone again. I don't think he lasted that much longer. was gone.
1: And then went back to the after.
0: Yeah, well, hey, he had a rockabilly to
2: to turn to a, a feature of himself, so
1: well that's oh, yeah.
2: No. And he had his long sideburns and his hair like that.
1: He could sing, he could dance, and he could play the guitar. Okay, he was a mm-hmm. triple threat of entertainment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I he shared an elevator shake, with him. Shadow and roll.
1: Yeah. So that's my next claim up...
2: to fame with Honky.
1: Really? Where where did strong, you meet him? He uh, he shared an elevator with him, so he didn't talk to him. He just shared. An no, elevator. we
2: did. We talked. Uh, he tried to get me to give him a ride. That was when uh, we were in New Orleans. Patrick. I was on my way to Impact. Oh, okay. And he, we I'm were sharing an elevator. Asking you for a car ride? Yeah, swear to God, hey, man. Bro- hey, brother. Hey, brother. Can, <laughs> can you get <give laughs> the whole hey, can, can you give the no. man a ride?
1: Why not? It bro? was
2: because I was going to Impact, and he was going the complete opposite way.
1: Mm. you
2: should it was him and it was him and one of the bushwhackers and they were in the elevator (laughs) and honky was like are you in town for wrestlemania and i was like yes sir and he was like well you go enjoy yourself but hey
0: he wanted to work the fan oh yeah yeah Pretty much, like let's 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 take. Uh, hey, you you get to drive around the honky tonk man and
1: uh, the sharp murder. Yeah, you get you, to be. You yeah. can give you the noob DDP man. driving the honky
2: tonk man. It is what it is. Sorry, I dropped my phone. I'm having really bad. Uh, yeah, again, get yeah. You have to say today. it.
1: Yeah, we just we just finished yeah. the story. We know what happened. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, but yeah, he he asked me for a car ride. I told him no because I had to go to Impact. And then yeah.
1: And then he gave you the he gave you the out old roll right there in the elevator, and that's the story. Exactly. Never let the truth get yeah. in the way of a good story. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. Tell t- you should tell him.
0: You know, I may be desperate enough to be to see something wrestling related that I'm going to impact. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> to give
1: you. I'm not right. desperate enough to drive the honky tonk man uh-huh. just for the stories, cool. brother.
2: Yeah. And he just wanted me to drive him down the street to get, like, they were going to a restaurant. That's all he wanted. And I was
1: like, <laughs> n- n- like you no. Know, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to walk down the road looking like the Honky Tonk Man, man. Imagine, imagine the fans stopping him. They won't, you know, trying to get the fi- pictures and the autographs, brother. He's the Honky Tonk to Man. Song. Right there on the street corner. Like he's some mm-hmm. cheap Elvis impersonator or something. He's the Honky Tonk Man. okay, Honky Tonk <laughs> Baby. So now we go to all our right. next match. Which which I, felt was, I felt was weird being a tag team match later in the card than we had the tag team championship match. That always kind of weirds me out when you have a match that's essentially for contention within that division, but it's higher on the card than the championship match. That's always kind of weird. That always makes me feel Well, restrained. you
0: got to think about this. So you got you to think about which match is going to you know, bang first, well, right? I, I think I you gonna get more of that.
1: I understand the reasoning, but but in the in the real world, kayfabe sense of professional wrestling, you know, you're not you know you're not going to have the the championship match and then later have a match where guys are trying to get to- closer to that championship. I get okay. it; was bigger teams, it was bigger names, and you had sensuous Sherry who would later yeah. you know kind of come in line. But it always just kind of yeah. makes me feel a little weird. Yes. Danny, you do
0: realize that the Money in the Bank ladder matches are going to headline Money in the Bank pay-per-view when no, the championship no. matches are going to happen earlier.
1: I know, and I don't it's, like it's that either. It's And I don't like that either. It's just what because happens it's a, the wrestling. I know. It happens all the time, but that doesn't make it any less irritating to me. It's just what I'm saying. When well, it, when at it, least I I mean consistently consistent, yeah.
0: The business is still consistent. All right. That's
1: the world of professional wrestling. That's the it way is. wrestling yeah. is, brother. But and that's probably the way this is always gonna be. So tell tell us tell us I was hitting Eric up while I was watching this and and he was telling me how much he hated the nasty boys. So I wanna let him go off for a couple minutes about how much he hates the nasty boys and why.
2: I just really hate the Nasty Boys. I've never been entertained by them. I will never be entertained by them. And there's nothing entertaining about them. They can't promo. They can't work. They are just Hulk Hogan buddies. Um, And they got Awesome Kong fired from TNA. Well, them and Bubba the Love Love Sponge. But yeah, I don't really like them.
0: Eric, have you ever gone to
2: PTCD?
0: To what? PTCT. Oh,
2: no, and I never will.
0: Well, maybe take a trip. You might enjoy it. You may become a fan. No. To
2: so PT
1: yeah. City? PT
2: City, yeah. Where they put P-T-City? your head and yeah. the, their
1: That's
2: armpit. the pit stop. That's
1: the pit yeah, stop. Yeah, the pit stop. They call it PT City? I think they call it something like that, it's if I remember it's correctly. It's the pit stop, man. It's the pit stop. <laughs> Pity city. What is? <laughs> I swear, maybe I maybe I made that up all in my head. Yeah, you know? it's the pit stop. Like when <laughs> like when <laughs> you're driving down the road and you take a pit stop, and it's their armpit. It's the worst. And I was confused that the Nasty Boys were so so cheered in this match.
2: They were over like fucking robots.
1: They were like whatever. the people love the Nasty Boys. I'm like I always remember as a kid. I remember them being big. Like, I kind of, you know, they were big and nasty and mean and ugly. So, like, they were bad guys. They had a natural fit as bad guys. But here they were, they were, they were super, super cheered. The fans loved them and loved all their antics. See, the thing is, from what I remember correctly, you are right. It is called
0: the pit stop. But I think one thing that they will say, that they used to say is like, we're taking you to Pity City and then do the pit stop. You know, okay. so that that's kind of like the. Word so you that, just spent the last
1: couple that. minutes while I was talking, not listening to what I was saying, trying to look up to see if your reference was correct on the internet. That's basically what you're saying <laughs> right here.
0: No, I was ready for you to finish, so uh... I didn't want to just <laughs> cut you off.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Um, so are, but I'm yeah, was, I felt it was very weird seeing the nasty boys as as yes. the good guys in this match. But I get that Harlem Heat for the most part were were bad guys until. Until much later in their careers, yeah.
0: Uh, good match, great way to uh, you know bring back sensational Sherry. I guess because she yeah was, they couldn't know, use a Sensational. for that a month.
1: Was, no. Yeah, sensational was uh was WWF, so they couldn't use that.
0: No, uh, but here she is. She's back after a month of not knowing what to do since Ric Flair was now retired <laughs> for the so
1: nine hundredth time.
0: Yeah, I mean this might have been the first of
1: many, but they might have been first of many. Yeah,
0: might have been the second because yeah, so I think she... the, uh, the the his his helicopter accident, whatever kind of accident he had, would have been the yeah. first time because they weren't sure if he was going to survive that.
1: Well, that's true. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so she, yeah. Was, so she wasn't me. anything. She comes back as since she was Sherry, and then she would later be dubbed Sister Sherry as part of Harlem Heat.
0: Yeah. Uh. And then things went downhill from there. With in her love feud with uh, Colonel Parker. Oh
1: um, my goodness, please no!
0: But <laughs> let, let's not forget, Carl Parker did make an appearance with his bodyguard Ming to announce that <sighs> his tag team, the bunkhouse uh Buck and the Art Anderson, were gonna get a
1: championship They'd match, be getting a championship uh, match against
0: up. the tag team champions at Saturday night or Saturday nights. Um, <sighs> Which is funny because his team got a a tag team title match while we still have a match here deciding the next number one contenders. WCF had yeah. no
2: idea. Their left hand had no idea what their right hand was doing. And that's well, what
0: they said. Well, at this point,
1: what Saturday wasn't night was the point? I think Saturday Night is yeah, still pre-taped was. though, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah, but I'm not sure
0: how
2: pre-taped it was.
1: Okay, like, okay. So I mean, they couldn't just matter not. I don't
2: know. They had a match for the tag titles, and then the next match was a match to determine the number one contenders for said tag titles. And then the promo after the number one contenders match was him saying, "Hey, my tag team is going to get titles. number one Saturday. contenders."
1: So yeah, yeah. it's already so the like, contender. So like, Harlem Heat and the Nasty Boys fought for essentially number two contenders. Contenders,
0: exactly. Um, it just yeah. but wow. yeah. Hey, look, listen, listen. I, I will say this. Actually, no, I'll say it later. Uh, but, yeah, it didn't make sense. But, look, at this point, we get the Harlem Heat uh, now with Sherry. And this is the beginning of something big for Harlem Heat because once they got past the Nasty Boys, man, there was no stopping them between here and, uh, what, I, two years later. Uh, they were the top tag team in WCW. They were yeah. unstoppable. So you know they they just needed something else. You know they had they they had the, the talent. They just needed an extra thing. Was Sherry the thing? Possibly, maybe. But man, once they the three of them got together, it was. They, I think they eventually would have gotten there. But I think that Sherry being part of the equation helped a lot. And they they. They gave him the ball, and they took it, like I said, for the next two years uh, until the Outsiders took over,
2: basically. Uh, They were were the team to beat in WCW. So, like I told Danger when we were talking about this, um, you could tell even in 1994 that Booker T was destined for big things. Um, I really – like his star shown in that match, like – I've always been a big Booker T fan, but I haven't seen a lot of his early uh, Harlem Heat stuff. And by early, I mean anything like pre-Nitro because, I mean, in 1994, I was two. Um, so even if I did see it, I don't remember it because I was two. But like you could tell even then that he was destined for big things.
0: yeah. Definitely, I, I definitely In uh, happy to now going back. I was like, man, I can't believe, like, you know, we 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 see this rise uh, tremendous. Uh, next up, we get uh, for the another number one contender match. So we get two number one contender matches. Well, technically, right? I think that, uh, if I correct me. Vader had defeated the Garden Angel at uh, Halloween Havoc and. I think he – they did say in the commentary – yeah, I did listen to the commentary because I needed help, you know, with some of the storylines. I do remember that uh, Vader defeated uh, Sting and the Guardian Angel at Fall brawl and became the number one contender for – Guardian
1: Angel was technically the big boss man. I think I looked that up earlier. Oh, He was the big boss man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it we, was. We, we,
0: yeah, when he came to WCW, when he returned to WCW, he he became the Garden Angel. Later, and he went back. His original persona, of Big Bubba Rogers. Uh, yeah, slash outfit? Ray
1: and, and slash Ray Trailer, because his last run in WCW in WCW, he was Ray Trailer. He wasn't he wasn't Big Bubble Rogers. He was Ray Trailer.
2: Yeah, and he finished with the the Trailer
1: Trash Slam. But even before that, right? Before between the Big Boss Mets, Big Bubba. Yeah, yeah. He like Originally, he was, he Bubba, he was Big Bubba Rogers. Yeah. Originally, he was Big Bubba Rogers. That's who he was, when he was the bodyguard for the Midnight mm-hmm. Express and with Jim Cornette and all that stuff. And, you know. Yeah. Um, He's the It's thing.
0: It's time. It's so, a, big match, a big match here. Big Ben it's Vader time. with, uh, you know, one of the greatest ever uh, King Hardy Rays by his side. And you know, Vader, number one contender for the United States Championship. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, the natural, uh, I, another great choice of yellow tights. Uh, I for, still, uh, Dustin Rhodes,
1: I still never understood the name the natural for him. Are they assuming that he's like he's a natural prodigy? Depression wrestling, well, he was in a wrestling ring by the time he was like four or five years old. That doesn't That doesn't mean he just naturally took to it. Like he was a kid in the wrestling business his whole life. That's like that's not that's not to me what I think of when I think of like a prodigy, is you know. But I I guess.
2: Yeah, if I'm thinking of a prodigy, it's somebody that steps foot in it for the first time, like the first time
1: when they're like twenty and is really good, as opposed to somebody who grew up in the being groomed for wrestling, exactly. But no,
2: yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I hear a beep, and I swear that yeah, is it's not the probably play- been counting down to us. We're, we're nowhere near the Is there. Eric
1: playing Pac Man or something? No, I'm loot, chilling loot. on the couch. Loot, loot, loot. Something on your phone, maybe? No,
2: not uh, to my knowledge.
1: Okay, yeah, it sounded like like bad video game app sounds or something, but
2: huh.
1: apparently it not. I didn't hear that. Uh, but so I love this match. This is my favorite match of yes. the night. Obviously, I'm a big Vader fan. I agree. And then Vader, Vader, at the very beginning, just trash talking. This ain't no tea party, boy! Come on, <laughs> boy! This ain't no tea party! Like, what the heck is wrong with that man? But he, Vader's awesome. Always love Vader. Huge fan. Uh, thankfully, was able to meet him a few years before he passed when he came yes. here through Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. Even though he was already not well at that point. Uh, health was really bad as his, his, his head was a little screwy that day as well um but uh finally got to meet him got a picture with with the big man with the mask on he took the mask off fairly quickly and so most people who thankfully since i was one of the earlier ones i got a picture of him with his mask on and yeah, uh, I, I was somebody, one of the
0: ones that got it without the mask
1: without the mask uh, yeah because you didn't you wait until later yeah but but him versus Dustin was fantastic. I love Vader because he was always so terrible and menacing, but he would always make his opponents look great, too. He'd always bump really well for everybody. You know, they'd do the big slams and, you know, Dustin doing the power slam, you know, off the, you know, catching Vader off the top rope and doing his power slam and stuff. And I think, you know, both guys ended up looking really, really good. But, you know, of course, Vader, Vader gets a big win. Well, when
0: you, when you look at this match, right, you, you're looking at the, the uh, well, the Big Van Vader, who had been unstoppable. He's already uh, a former uh, world champion, former United States champion, I believe. Or, or maybe he hadn't won the US champion before. I can't remember. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he he was unstoppable. Of course, big win at Fall brawl, in the triple threat match with Sting and the Garden Angel. And he defeats the Garden Angel again in singles action. He's just taking over, and, you know, there's, he's got his eyes, his, you know, his eyes set on Jim Duggan that United States Championship. Uh, you know, of course Jim Duggan won the championship and will be defending against Steve Austin. Uh, you know, later in the show in the next match, but his eyes are all set on that United States Championship, and he is on a tear. And this time, man, in '93, '94, '95, uh. You know, especially after you know, eventually he goes on to feud with Hogan. Uh, but man, yeah, unstoppable. But you, yeah, like you mentioned, he would do, he would take it as well as he could dish it. Just you know, after two Vader bombs, you think he's gonna win the match? But no, after that, Dustin makes his comeback, and you know what, the big man takes everything that Dustin gives him, and uh, at the end, of course. Uh, King Harley Race comes, out, gets involved, and you know Vader uh, takes over and picks up the W. But then they're not done yet. Then they try to, uh, you know, hit they're a couple more. Him. They're gonna injure uh, him. Hit a, a more Vader bombs here, uh, but, and then out comes Jim Duggan with his four x four to make the save. But I, I agree with you guys. This match was Definitely the best match of the night. Uh, the natural Dustin Rhodes and the man they call Vader. It's funny when, as soon as Vader's music hit, just by instinct, I go, What time is it? What time is it? It's Vader time. And as soon as I finished that, Vader starts saying that. I was like, Oh my goodness, this I know <laughs> it's like, I know who's the man? Who's the man? Yeah, man, so it was.
2: Fantastic. It was one of two matches I was looking forward to, and I very, very much was not disappointed in that match. Dustin can go. Vader can go. Vader's, in my opinion, the best big man of all time. Um and Dustin. It's it's funny watching Dustin without like a face-painted gimmick. Yeah, without
1: um, gold dust. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, without gold dust or whatever the half half gold dust slash Dustin Rhodes he's doing now in AEW or even Relic back in TNA. Like, Not Relic. uh, He was Black Rain. I'm sorry. Um, It's just most of my life I've seen him in face paint. It's just weird seeing him without it, but he's a fantastic in-ring worker. Um, I I thought the match was very good. It was one that I didn't take my eyes away from, unlike most of the early card. Um, I, I very much enjoyed that match. It made watching this whole clash of champions worth it.
0: Well, let's see how much you enjoyed this next match. I mean, it was only seventeen seconds, uh, it but was the it definitely helped settle things forward to. Uh Now we get a rematch uh, from. Uh, the pay-per-view, uh, that uh, what do you call it, Halloween Havoc, um, what do you call it, Halloween Havoc, yeah, where Jim Duggan, uh, you know, the champion, uh, had defeated Steve Austin via disqualification. Uh, of course, Jim Duggan had defeated Steve Austin for the United States Championship back in, uh, in a uh, full brawl in just thirty-five seconds. So, uh. Yeah, the 17 seconds ended up becoming their uh, shortest match. Uh, broke the record from uh, a few months prior. Uh, now, biggest thing to see here that Austin had his right leg uh, bandaged up. I think it was the right leg, uh, or was it the left? I can't remember. He had one of his two legs, two knees bandaged up. Of course, he had injured his uh, knee which was, would have been what eventually led to his uh, dismissal a few months later. Uh, so this injury unfortunately kept the match from really happening. Uh, so they used Vader as an s- excuse to do the early DQ and uh, Austin quickly got out of there because I don't think he was going to be wrestling in that shape. Um, the fact that I, I do appreciate, though, that they did try to make it look like they were going to have a match, even though he was injured. Uh, so I think, you know, in this day and age, if somebody gets injured, he just disappears. They don't mention anything, and they just – or they'll do an angle. Here, they actually thought that they made everybody think they were going to go through the match, and then this little DQ finish a little – I don't yeah, know what but, happened.
1: Well, no, it was Vader came running back because, you know, that yeah. was the thing. So they didn't even really do anything. They didn't even really lock up.
0: Yeah, but they were barely about to lock up when Vader came in. Yeah. So, yeah, before really they got to anything, uh, we got the DQ. And, of course, uh, this made things official. Uh, We would see Jim Duggan defend the United States Championship against uh, Vader at Starrcade. Uh, And, of course, Austin away from the ring. And eventually, you know, just think about it, right? Shoot I mean shooter could have I I don't I don't know what they were thinking. Uh you know, in ninety four, at the end of ninety four, early ninety-five, when they decided to cut things with Austin, but if they just had kept it but I, did, I think Eric Mitchell as he was taking more power and he was cleaning house, getting rid of everybody who was injured. Uh you know one of the last times who we'll see uh Steve Austin in the WCW ring.
1: Um, yeah, well, wow. so so far we've watched two retro shows, and Steve Austin has has wrestled in very very short matches. Yeah, um, yeah. very
0: surprising, especially in this one, right? Because like even uh, like you were just saying, this is a match you were really looking forward to, and I think everybody was looking forward to. After already getting a short match, and then second match ending in not in the, in a DQ, we were actually gonna get to see this. This match happened, uh, and of course, it, it didn't, uh, but yeah, so and especially after the great match between, uh, in my personal opinion, uh, between Steve Austin and Ricky Steamboat at Clash of Champions 28, uh, one of my favorites of all time. I think, yeah, that that was, uh, it should see him that way, but alas, eventually, he, he's gone and onto much better things as you know Stone Cold Steve Austin is born uh, a few years yes. later
1: uh, but but first Steve Mania took over at ECW That's right That's right That's not for you daddy Steve Mania I'm a Steve maniac I'm a Steve maniac hey, So you on gotta find his somewhere On on went to our main event which had some weird people in it including Do you The longest match of the night yeah, the longest match of the night being the main event, of course. You know, like it sometimes is. Um, I had to do research to see what the, what exactly tied Dave Sullivan in there. Um, apparently, he was the story was that he was Kevin Sullivan's dyslexic brother. Yep. And his dyslexia made him kind of weird and goofy, and he was like the number one Hulk Hogan fan, and he was yeah. teaming with Hulk and Sting to take on the, the three faces of fear. So long he before he would,
0: have, he would call himself sometimes.
1: Yeah, he was Brother Dave and all this. And uh, Long before we had Eugene in the WWF as a, as a regular guy pretending to be somebody with a mental handicap in order to get over, here we had Brother Dave doing the same thing in a different capacity. Um, he didn't really get to do anything in the match. They. Uh-huh. The avalanche pretty much body splashed his arm, and that was the last we saw, brother Dave. Very, very early on, thankfully, I guess, as he wasn't really good as a trained wrestler, from yeah. what I hear. But but then yeah, it left it to three go, versus let, two.
2: Let,
0: yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's let's go even way back. Let's okay. let's go back to again. I, I'm going back to August 1994, Clash of Champions 28. Hulk Hogan comes out for a promo. And is attacked by a a masked man with a band. Of course, this ends up sending uh, Hulk Hogan to the hospital, leaving his his main event match with Ric Flair in in question uh, later on. But we don't know what's going to happen. But the question, who is this masked man? Again, he gets involved during the main event. Uh, but Sting also comes out for the save. Then Halloween Havoc happens, the main event. Hulk Hogan defeats Ric Flair in a cage match. He is retired. Ric Flair is pronounced foul. And Hulk Hogan victorious, playing to the crowd. Out comes this masked man once again. But fool him once, you will not fool him twice. Hope catches him in the act and hits back, unmasks him. And who? Who do we find? Who? 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 Well, none other than his best friend, his brother, the former Bruce, the barber Biffcake, uh, is, was under the mask. He was the masked man. And Hogan shocked. Cannot believe this. Out of nowhere. Kevin Sullivan and the man formerly known as Earthquake uh, come out and attack Hulk Hogan. Um, And here, the three faces of fear were born. Kevin Sullivan introduces the big bad Butcher and the Avalanche. So Kevin Sullivan, before he became the Taskmaster with the Butcher, the former Beefcake, and the former Earthquake, now Avalanche, ready to destroy Hulkamania once and for all. So, Sting comes out for the save. How do we have it? To no avail. They get beat up, which all brings us back to here. Clash of Champions 29, the Hulkamaniacs versus the three faces of fear. And yes, like you said, Brother Evad, Brother Dave gets out of commission right away. We get two and three. Uh, not something Hogan has ever n- not experienced. Is he did this with Stink's partner at one time, former partner, The Ultimate Warrior, uh, in a two-to-three handicap match. If I don't, uh, if I recall correctly, uh, back in the WWF. So here we go, Mr. T is special guest referee wearing I don't know what on his head, a jail nightcap.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It looked like less of a, a referee's hat, but it was like an old timey nightcap that made him look like like an old jailbird. And seeing Mr. T in there with such large people, it made Mr. T look very, very small by comparison. Like yeah, he looked it's like sure. a very small man.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah it, it was definitely be weird to see him there, but nonetheless... The the match happened. And uh that it did. Hogan cool. is staying won, And you can tell that Vincent McMahon did not book this because if McMahon had booked this match, Hogan would be posting at the end of the show. Uh but yeah. alas he didn't. Because possibly like most people, Hulk Hogan went to sleep. Um but not me. I enjoyed it and I watched it all. Until the very
1: end, I was so mad at the butcher. How dare he uh, do uh, this to his friend? Somebody who who he known for his entire career.
0: To his brother, brother. Yes. To, to the brother, only reason brother. that
2: the man has a career.
0: Well, brother, let's brother. not let's just go too far. I mean, he had a career before. Homie. It's did just it?
1: He, it really he did. Yeah. Really? The, bar- I mean, the barber just lasted- The Barber was kind of over, but then after that it was pretty much all Hogan helping him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it, yeah, it lasted much longer than it should have been the whole uh, Yeah. You can't say the whole career was all Hogan's thing, you know? There was a time when Hogan was didn't have the stroke he has
2: or had That's that. True. Yeah. yeah, back in like 1970
0: something. Okay, so it's time to grade Clash of the Champions twenty nine. What say ye? Is it like
2: a? We we'll do letter grades.
1: I okay. I do it a B minus. Okay, there was it was okay, but there wasn't a whole. Apart from Vader and Dustin Rhodes, there wasn't really a whole lot of great stuff on here. That was the only really really good match. Everything else was okay. Okay. And even some of it was not okay. Um, so that's why I do B-. minus. Had we gotten a much lengthier Steve Austin-Jim Duggan match with Steve Austin's knee not having been bad, it would have gotten a much higher grade because that was also one of the other matches that I was looking forward to. Um, and sadly ended in disqualification.
2: Uh, I'm going to give the event a D plus.
1: D+. plus, You're taking it I that
2: was- low. I was bored out of my mind.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Um, You're used to it the glitz no-
1: and the glam of the WWF.
2: It had nothing to do with that because I, I grew up on WCW. I was just bored as crap for that entire. There was nobody really that I genuinely uh, cared for in the matches outside of Vader and Booker T and uh, Steve Austin. And Austin's match lasted 17 seconds. Um, so yeah, wasn't really filling this event, but uh, it was what it was. They can't all be bangers
0: now. Okay, so back in 1994, Patrick gave this show an A, right?
1: Because your, let, your boy Hulk Hogan won.
0: Well, let, you know, Eric doesn't know the story as much, but you know. I came into this country what November 1992 by 1994 I had I, I was learning the English language uh, and I, I was able to start understanding the things I was watching on the television all right so my goodness you know I, I didn't watch my first wrestling show live until what 1993 Wrestlemania uh, 9. So, here, Hulk Hogan is back. And it was out of this world for me. So, so me, I was crazy about this. So, now that I'm going back and watching it again, you know, I, as, a, as a more educated person, a grown adult, <laughs> I, I'm going to give this show because... And, and, and a lot of it also has to do because... There's still a lot of sentimental value to me. I'm giving this show a B plus. Uh, was it perfect? Definitely not. But you know, to me, it you know, I, it was enjoyable the second time around. It felt a lot cooler compared to most wrestling shows we watch these days, and you know. I was able to go back and, I, you know, I understand the stories and some things do make sense, you know, and I don't know, I give it a B plus. This show was not as terrible as most people make it. This is why people do not appreciate some of these shows in 1994. Uh, I don't understand why, but I did, I did, and I still do, and I'm glad we got to talk about this today.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was fun to talk about. It. It's fun to go back and rewatch all the Clashes. Uh, yeah, well, we're not going to watch all the Clashes, right? Let's, let's, no, uh, Ric we yeah.
0: banned on this show for some reason on watching Clash Champions with Ric Flair.
2: I'd rather watch 400 oh, Ric Flair, Flair matches than ever watch one more Hulk Hogan match. Hey, oh, hey, 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 hey,
0: hey. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Watch out. You're on the wrong show. Uh, but I will say, I think, you know, just because, you know, we're much older, apparently, and you were what two years old when this show came out. You can't what? be that young, yeah. I was too. All right, well, then what I will recommend as next for next week. Let's watch a show. Uh, before you were born, Eric, and is there a chance that there's any type of shows that you might have not watched? I mean, have you go back and watched everything that 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 happened before you, before you were born?
2: I've seen all of the starcades and all of the like uh, super brawls. I've seen all of the clashes, I've seen all the WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. So yeah, there's not much that I haven't already seen.
0: All right, so Danny, uh, can, can, yeah. you, can you think of a show uh, that? That of course is not, was not mentioned by one uh, Eric here. That you enjoyed, that maybe he that, that happened before he was born. I think we can try to figure that one out, and we'll we'll yeah. watch that for next
1: week. Okay. Yeah, we might have to think on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're
0: gonna have to think about this. And who knows? We might need to uh, leave the United States, not physically, but yeah, you know, look at a show that's international, maybe which. Might make it even harder because, you know, not everything's all available.
1: Not well, even New well, Japan
0: true, has yeah. all of their other uh, stuff in there. But, you know, yeah, we can think. We we can think. So next week, we're going to watch another show. What show? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, and we'll see. If we can figure out a show that Eric has never seen and that may have happened before he was born. Uh, so, okay. uh Because... Lord knows I can't do math. What date were you born exactly, uh, Eric? What
2: day was I born?
0: Yeah, what day of the year? What date? Uh, Give me the full date. Last week. Uh,
2: yeah, last week, about yeah. 20-something years ago.
0: A week from yesterday.
2: Uh, a week from today, actually.
0: Today? Well, is it midnight yet? It's not, I, I thought it was already midnight. Uh, so, 23rd, yeah. yeah. But ten tell people, you know, well, yeah, I guess people are listening live. So, yes. So, this happened, you were born in 1992?
1: Yeah. Yeah, April of 92, yeah. All right. So, we're going to find a show if that happened
0: before April of 1992 that you have not watched. Good luck. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I believe, I believe... It, it could happen. I mean if we could find it.
2: You if know? it's gonna be anything, it's gonna be something from like New Japan or AAA or something like that. Because if it's American, I've pretty much we'll have to, we'll have to seen look it. at
1: one of those maybe look at those combo shows that they did. Um, you know, New yeah. Japan and W C W or the uh WCW AAA show. Was it what year did that what year was that? The one with Eddie the, Eddie Guerrero the, and Art Bar and Louis. Wow, was that alive. in nineteen
2: ninety five. I was about to say was that ninety five.
1: Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's a little later then. Okay. Maybe f- we'll look at something else then. Like well, worlds collide, or...
2: that was ninety four.
1: Okay. Still not in the. Not uh, not
0: not not in, not, 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 grouping, not in the yeah. Yeah. exactly. Uh, we will find something now. If anybody has any suggestions, um, then by all means. Uh, Send us over at FOW Radio hashtag FOW Live. Um, if it's something that's even on YouTube, even better because easy for us to find. Uh, or yeah. in the uh, you know, because I'm sure you know Eric has watched almost everything on the WWE Network. Uh, so that was something So we may need to look outside of the network. Uh, maybe something that may be be available on YouTube. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, but uh, we will indeed uh, be back next week. Uh, whether we talk about much about wrestling, I, I think we will. I think something will happen uh, eventually but uh, we still have you know I'll, I'll still a lot more to talk about eventually things will get back to normal and will be more normal. We may even have uh, me come back with us next week. so let, let's hope uh, that we do. Uh, because we do miss her uh, dearly. But until then, uh, make sure that you subscribe uh, anywhere the podcast can be heard. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher. Tune in. Uh, also, follow us on the Twitter at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny in Danger. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.